The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Messy Mike. Let's talk barbecue. What's going on, guys? This is Messy Mike. Uh, my partner in crime is not here today. Um, He's taking some time off, uh, just taking some time off, resting through this uh, coronacation. So I'm going myself here. <laughs> so we're going to be polite and just say he's taking time off? Yes. Yes. And he's, not that he lost a knife fight? <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's taking some time off. <laughs> he's spending it with his kids. <laughs> well, fair enough. Good for him. So how you doing, Ben? I'm doing very good. How are yeah. you? Doing good. Hanging in there with all this craziness going on right now. Yeah? You practicing social distancing? Trying to. Well, you Trying shouldn't to. have hugged me when you came in. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I do have my uh, bottle of Pirot over there. so Very good. We're, we're good. We're good. But, you know, the safest place to be is in a cigar, cigar shop. So That's what they tell me. That's what they're telling me. So I'll I'm listen. Gonna, I'm going to believe him. <laughs> I see this smirk on his face way off to the side right now. Nice. Nice. <laughs> but um, so I want to get kind of right to it. Um, you know, supporting local is is. You know, the, the best thing you can do right now through this situation, um, you know, so I figured I'm by myself. Uh, so I grabbed some Pipe Dream. Um, Pipe Dream Brewing is local to southern New Hampshire. Um, they're at 46 Harvey Road in Londonderry. And uh, so I picked up, you know, a couple of um, IPAs. This one happens to be Double Vision. But, um, you know, during this, I'll, I'll have, a, you know, some beer from, um, you know, more local breweries as, as this time goes on. But, you know, 100% support your brewery, support your restaurants. Uh, you know, let's help everybody get through this. And um, we have a great show today. We have Christina and Greg Gardbo from um, the Chicago Culinary Kitchen and Rock and Rodizio out of Chicago. How are you guys doing? Good, and you? Thanks for having us. No problem. No problem. How are you guys uh, holding up with this whole uh, issue? right now um actually we we did okay this uh weekend um our customers are allowed to come in and order and then take carry out mm -hmm. uh so we cleared all the tables and chairs out um we also um with everything going on have been allowed to sell carry out beer and wine even though we actually do not have a retail uh license for that, mm -hmm. so that um, that's awesome then, that they're doing that yeah oh. starting this week uh, uh thursday night actually we are going to have our food truck out um at a specified location mm -hmm. Um, so we'll actually be have traffic three days a week, Thursday with the food truck and then two days at the kitchen on Saturday and Sunday. Nice. Beautiful. And, and I mean, you guys are getting support from, from local. I mean, you know, staying busy. Oh, absolutely. Our, we've got a lot of loyal customers, um, almost kind of like a cult following. Mm -hmm. So it's nice. They, they've been coming out and trying to support us um, and even just come and pick up barbecue to stock up and have stuff for the week um, because they know that we could use the business in this time. Nice. Nice. So, um, I wanted you guys on the show today. I've, uh, I never formally met you, but, um, I want to say it was at one of the national barbecue conferences. Um, you guys came out, uh, you know, and just your whole cooking with live fire, your, you know, your whole setup, your demonstrations. I mean, you guys put on a phenomenal show. Um, you guys do great work. Your food's amazing. Um, you know, Greg being a former Marine and, you know, Christina used to be a registered nurse. Um, how did you guys get into this, you know, passion and, and venture of what you're doing now? 
I always say that uh, we didn't find barbecue. Barbecue found us. You know, um, we started in the backyard. Uh, you know, long and short of it, we started uh, in the backyard. We started with the, uh, you know, we got a uh, churrasco from um, somebody that made one for us in Texas. Mm-hmm. And it fell apart basically after about 10 uses just because the way the gears were set up. So we got one, our first one from Brazil, and the rest was history. So we have three of those currently uh, to cook on, and they're all in a trailer right now. But uh, we just started grassroots out of, you know, what's the word? Uh, grass, uh, green, green sprout. Green sprout. Yeah, we started with green sprout, you know. Yeah. and um, We needed a commissary for the, yeah. tr- the catering because uh, the Rock and Rodizio is strictly catering. Mm-hmm. Um, so we needed a commissary to do all of our raw prep. And then we take the food from there and go cook live on site. And that's actually how we got the original location for a uh, Chicago culinary kitchen. Um, we wanted to, we were doing that for the commissary near the prep kitchen. And then we missed the barbecue and craft beer section of it. And so we decided to open as an event space. Um, and that was October, 2016. Okay. Uh, and the initial idea was to allow other chefs to come in and do other types of cuisine and teach classes and have it just be that event space. Hence the, uh, name that doesn't really say anything about barbecue. Yep. Chicago Culinary Kitchen. Like a shared um, kitchen space type deal. Yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. Um, but our barbecue was so well received that uh, about five months later in March 2017, we opened on the weekends as a restaurant and nixed the whole idea of a shared kitchen space. Oh, that is awesome. Now, so so the the restaurant is only open on the weekends. Um, what do you and so are you guys catering all week and then restaurant on the weekends or? How does that? How does that work? Well, we also have another business as well that we do. So it's not like we just sit around waiting for, for, for cooking. But yes, we. Uh, but you also we do the, the shockwave promotions. Yeah, shockwave yes. promotional apparel. Yep, I've been doing that for thirty years. Okay, I know I don't look that old, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so that you know that that kept me busy. It still keeps us busy forever. But that that company runs. You know, it can run itself, which allows us to do other things as well pursue mm. our food passions and beer passions but yes the kitchen is open just weekends saturday and sunday we open 11 a.m line usually starts around 10 if you're first in line you get a free beer while you wait oh nice um doors open at 11 we're usually sold out by about two o'clock we have a our, if you look at our website our standard dine-in menu we have that every saturday and sunday mm-hmm. but then we also do some fun specials uh, which may or may not be barbecue um, we blast those on Facebook on our uh, Facebook page at 7 a.m. on Fridays. Okay. Okay. Now, how did, when you guys first started, um, you know, not being in Texas, uh, you know, how did people kind of um, react to, you know, barbecue takes a long time. You know, we want to sell fresh barbecue. So when we're out, we're out. You know, how did people react to that at first? And, you know, um, did you have to market it, you know, accordingly or, you know, people just kind of understood and, you know, your food's awesome so we we let the food speak for it Mm -hmm. and you know i don't want to say that we have a certain attitude or whatever but you know on our front door it strictly specifically says if you are offended by the following beer rock and roll skulls meat tattoos tattoos, this is not your kind of (laughs) nice that's a good sign specifically (laughs) says that yeah um but we just um it took it took a few weeks for people to kind of get the idea. And, you know, there's always a person like, well, 
why don't you just make more barbecue? Mm -hmm. like, well, we don't want to. <laughs> you know, work it, that it works exactly. for us. You know, we, we load up the smokers as much as we can. Mm -hmm. And whatever comes, you know, we time it to be done at 11 o'clock when we open. So it is the freshest barbecue you can get. Yep. Uh, when it's gone, it's gone. You can't go in the back or the back and uh, microwave a brisket. Right. So, yeah. Right. Um, but it's cool because, you know, we really kind of controlled the supply, which created the demand. But, you know, people really enjoy the experience, you know, the anticipation of, of getting in line and wondering, am I going to get that special? Am I going to be the last person to get it? Or am I the person in front of me to get the last one? That's yeah. See that, that is nice. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so when you guys, um, you know, the whole, the culinary kitchen, the rock and Rodizio, what is, um, what is it? First of all, what is a Tarasco? So, you know, you can, um, you know, explain to the people what that is um, and what do you cook on it? So a churrasco is basically a pit um, that we put our skewers on, like uh, Texas Brazil or Chow. And these uh, skewers spin and they spin over live, live fire. So um, it's really uh, an art form to cook over live fire with things spinning. A lot of things can happen. Uh, I mean, you can, you get a flare up in a second. Yep. So it's knowing how things work. And it's basically, um, I call it the fire dance because you're constantly, whoever the pit master is at that time, walking back and forth. It's like walking a beat. You have to walk back and forth to watch everything that's going on there. Um, cause you know, it, it's constantly moving things up and down. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I've seen you guys in action and it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a spectacle. Definitely. Um, is. now, um, <clears throat> is that, so with the rock, with the catering company, um, do you offer the same stuff that you would offer in the, in the, um, restaurant as well, or is it, you know, separate menu, um, different so, cuisines? So for rock and Rodizio, um, I know you asked this before, like what type of food we cook on there. So we can do some traditional Brazilian food on it, mm -hmm. um, with the Kanya and stuff like that, but we kind of do more of a Brazilian American infusion. Um, so basically if we can skewer it, we're going to cook it. Uh, mm -hmm. probably one of the favorite things that people like to see, um, and it is a pineapple spinning on a spit and watch us take it off every once in a while, douse it in fireball and pack brown sugar and cinnamon back on it and throw it back over the coals while it spins. Um, Jesus, that sounds do, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it is. We do, uh, we do cinnamon rolls too with vanilla, uh, vanilla rum and we have those spin for dessert, but a lot of it, you know, meat based, I mean, you can put anything on there. Um, uh, we do a lot of chicken, um, Anything that you flambe, people lose their minds over. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always good. It's always a lot of fun. Well, it's part of the yeah, so you know artistic factor of the whole cooking process as well. It's an experience, yep. you know, to come there. Like when we do a lot of tailgating. A lot of you know, we have a a, a partner um, that we uh, cook for uh, for all the bear home bears games. I mean, people really gravitate towards it because you're like. It's like you're in the the ring, like you're part. You become part of of cooking as well, and people are really attracted to that. It's oh, yeah. dinner and a show. Yeah. So, oh, like yeah. the traditional like menu for Rock and Rodizio would be um, probably like a, a vegetable skewers, with we do peppers and onions and zucchini with an Italian dressing on it, uh, garlic bread or garlic cheese bread, um, chicken wings, um, some steak. Bless you. Um, some steak that we can make sandwiches out of the garlic bread or the, the cheesy garlic bread. Um, it's, a, it's, yeah. it's, it's endless what we do. Pig candy is a big thing. I was going to so ask you what that is because one of your Bloody so, Marys come with it as well. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So there's two 
ways to do the pig candy. Pig candy on the churrasco, we accordion um, accordion fold it and then put it on the skewer and put it in uh, brown sugar and cinnamon and raw sugar. And then it spins over the live fire. You got to watch the flare-ups because when they uh, render the fat renders, um, we did have a little flare-up at one of our festivals. Got to use fire extinguisher. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> the other pig candy uh, we do in the smoker, and it's just apple applewood cut bacon, thick cut, and then same thing. It's brown sugar, raw sugar, a little bit of cinnamon, a little cayenne too to help balance that out, and then we smoke it. It's not the same. Yeah, they're totally different, but the, the same idea. The one with the live fire is, I think, is way better than the one out of the smoker. Yeah, I'm you get the you, you get the one. flavor from the actual like not flare ups, but you know dripping down and and getting the flavor yeah, back into cause, the meat. Cause it's always mar- What's the beautiful thing about the churrasco cooking is that things are always marinating either themselves or something else. So if we have something that can sit on top of something else, excuse me, and I can, I can utilize that fat from the thing that's above it dripping on something underneath it. Mm-hmm. That keeps everything nice mm-hmm. and moist. So, like, you'll have your bacon above maybe your steak, and so you're getting some bacon fat on that um, to help kind of keep it moist. Um, it's like a, it's a giant yeah. rotisserie. Each skewer is basically its own rotisserie okay. over the the pit. Okay. Okay. And what what type of um, smoker are you using in the in the restaurant? I know you mentioned um, or it says you guys use an old hickory. Yeah. So we have we have three old hickories right now. We have uh, CTO. We have double wides. Okay. So we have two inside, and then we have um, one outside on a trailer, and then we have another pit that we call Mad Max, which is an offset pit that sits on a uh, 1950 uh, uh, truck. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's super cool. The front of it, we took the engine out, so underneath the hood instead of the engine is actually a grill. So we'll have a wrecker take that and drop it off at a catering event, and we'll cook steaks and stuff under the hood. And then we'll do some shorter cook items like chicken and ribs or sides uh, in the offset smoker on the back. Oh, wow. Oh, that's awesome. It's almost like the uh, three taxi guys or the shed, um, like their vehicle. Yes. Yep, yep. Oh, nice. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Jesus. Um, so the, like, reading, you know, reading up on you guys, um, you have no sauce on your meats. Everything is just, um, you know, in the restaurant. Um you don't use any sauce. It's strictly just rub and smoke. And you use cherry and apple. Yep, chapel. Chapel. Yeah. Nice. Now, mm-hmm. do you offer any sauces for the side for them to, you know, dip in we or do. put on? Okay. Yeah, we we only just do one one sauce. That's it. We're not one of those restaurants that have like seventeen smoky, sauces. <laughs> smoke, smoky hot uh, mustard, uh, Nashville. It's one sauce, you know, and that. It just keeps things really, really simple that way. Um, we chose a Carolina-style sauce. Yeah. And it is kind of funny because, again, it's the same sauce, but you'll see people trying different bottles, yeah. and they'll pick their favorite bottle. <laughs> That's all like they're, like they're different. <laughs> and I'm like, and this is the better one of the two. And I'm just like, like, do I tell them or do I not tell them? I'm like, whatever, sure. <laughs> oh, That's awesome. And um, yeah. so ar- around here, um, you – when we, like Foxborough Stadium, which is um, Massachusetts uh, – they don't allow you to um, put, bring a catering rig if it has a company name into the facility to do catering. How does that? How do you guys do that with the um, with Chicago Stadium? Or are they much lenient? You mean you can't? Brand, it can't be branded. It can't be brand. Um, you can't bring anything branded into um, Foxborough Stadium or the parking lot. Yes. Are you talking about for the Bears games that we talked about doing? Yes. 
So oh. that's in the planetary uh, parking lot outside, and then they have shuttles that take them over to the station. Yeah. So okay, it's so it's a satellite parking lot. Yeah, Correct. we're about eight okay. minutes from the actual soldier field. Now. Yeah. Okay. It's a huge parking lot. They've got all sorts of um, tailgating going on, but then the group that we work with, um, it's, oof, I can't even get in the arena, um, exclusive event experiences. Uh, we are their number one caterer, and so we do all of the Bears games. And they have a huge portion of the parking lot that is theirs. And, I mean, they roll out the black carpet. They got high tops. They got cocktail waitresses, at least two or three full bars. It's and the then, biggest party that's down, yeah. down there for the day. Oh, that's awesome. How, much, how many people does it take to staff something like that? For us, it depends on what we're cooking. So, you know, if we're bringing the churrascos down, and it depends on how many people we're cooking for. Mm-hmm. So if we're cooking for 400 people – I need somewhere in the neighborhood of about six, six to seven people to help. Now, I only need one person, which usually is myself and Christina, like running the pit yep. and then somebody taking skewers. It's cutting and processing that takes the longest time because after things are cooked, they got to be cut down and served then. So that's where I need the people. It's not the cooking aspect of it. Right. Oh, yeah. I, the, I, prep part, the prep part can take two days easily. And then it's kind of sad because things cook so fast on there. You know, I just prepped for two days all this stuff, and it's already gone. So, oh, yeah. Three hours. And that's <laughs> yeah. what people don't see. They don't see the, the before and after, you know, the, the catering job. They don't see the cleanup. Right. They don't see the putting stuff away, sanitizing stuff, and then, you know, the whole prep and, and, you know, actually making stuff beforehand. They just see what, you know, what's in front of them. And, you know, that's what's kind of crazy because, you know, a lot of people expect barbecue to be cheap, mm-hmm. and it's not. No, no, it's it's probably the most expensive food you possibly could find. I mean, yep. you know, between prices going up and down, and 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 your loss, and and the time factor, you know, there's a lot of loss yeah, in that. Especially, you know, your big meats that cook, you know, anywhere like your pork butts, you know, and your briskets. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna lose probably twenty to thirty percent of that after you trim it and cook it down. Yep. You know, and and you're already, and then you got to watch the price fluctuate. Pork's not as bad because it's usually no, always cheap. Yeah, but, like free. but brisket, brisket keeps. Like we, we use yeah. certified Angus beef for all of our beef. Um, and so it's, it's a high quality meat. It's not the cheapest. It's not the most expensive, but I mean, you know, it, it adds up. Oh yeah. High, if you don't start with a quality product, you're not going to have a high quality, you know, end product. hundred yeah. percent. We're brand, we're brand ambassadors for certified Angus beef. So, you know, we do whatever we can to help promote the brand. Mm-hmm. And they help us when we need help. So it's, it's nice. Uh, Symbiotic relationship. Now, what do you guys do with the trim from brisket? Do you guys do anything with that? Burgers, sausage, anything? Or Currently, right now, um, our place is too small to do grind. Okay. But we, we render that brisket down, and we make tallow out of it. The tallow, so if we're doing, if we're doing any kind of steak at the kitchen, it starts with tallow, and then it ends with tallow. So, like, you know how people put butter on top of their steak? We put tallow back on the steak then. If we're doing burgers, we will make a tallow mayonnaise out of it. So we'll actually infuse the mayonnaise with beef fat as well. And it's just freaking oh, out of this yeah. world. Ooh. You want to have the best turkey ever? Guess why they have the best turkey? Uh, because we injected it with beef fat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. That's you a nice tip. Oh, no, you <laughs> ate my turkey, right? This is the best turkey I've ever had. I don't know what the flavor is. It's so delicious. I'm like, it's beef fat. <laughs> Nice. Um, yeah. So I got a I got a question from uh, someone who's listening. Um, Charlie Baker. He wants to know um, 
you know, obviously you guys got a lot of tattoos. Um, you know, Couple. one big one. Do they, you know, mean anything special? Um, you know, anything barbecue related, food related, culinary related? Yes. We have a lot of culinary related tattoos and that's, um, when it comes to tattoos, it's how you feel that day. There is no, like my uncle for died us, in, in the war and I got a sob story or I got, there's no, you know, we don't have any kind of like that. It's just how Tat- you feel. Tattoos for us was basically date night for a while. It was beers, burgers, and tattoos. <laughs> uh, so every two weeks we would both go sit for four to six hours and then we'd have some beers and burger and go home. Um, nice. But uh, yeah, he's got a, a Weber grill tattoo. He's got a crisscross um export ribeye uh tomahawks across his throat um beer we're very much into craft beer we both have beer hop tattoos and other beer tattoos um i'm a certified cicerone so it especially means a lot to me because something i worked very hard for um but yeah other than that the tattoos are fun <laughs> and they're addicting and, yeah. <laughs> and they're addicting 100 percent. now um so christina you went to uh is it cybell institute of technology Yes. And um, and technology brewing course you took. What what is what is that? So I took what's called their concise technological brewing course, and basically mm-hmm. it's the crash course to hey, you want to brew beer on like a commercial level? This is the class you take. Um, so basically, my husband likes to put it in the story as it was basically me, one other girl, and a whole bunch of dudes with beards and uh, flannels. <laughs> Uh, for a few weeks. Um, that's what a lot of brewers up here look like. So (laughs) it is, it is. And that's exactly what the class was like. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, I've done a lot of classes at Siebel, um, the concise one and a bunch of tasting ones. Um, and then if you like certified Cicerone, it's a trademark brand. So you can't use that like, unless you are actually a certified Cicerone, but they have their whole, a whole website that helps you find access to the, um, study materials you need so that you can actually become a certified Cicerone. But you've got the so there's four levels. It's certified beer server, which is the first one. A lot of bartenders should have that, um, so they know beer. Um, certified cicerones the second, advanced cicerones the third, and then you have master cicerone. Master cicerone, I think there's like five or six in the world. Advanced cicerone, I don't know the numbers, probably a few hundred. Certified cicerones, a lot more, um, but not so many females. So I'm very proud of that. Awesome. Well, congratulations. That's awesome. Um, Thank you. So another question I have, uh, what is that noise in the background? Oh, you don't want to know. I could take you upstairs. A pterodactyl. It yeah. sure sounds so, like a velociraptor to me. I know. Uh, they are. Yeah. So we have, bird, we, we have uh, tropical birds, and they're actually upstairs right now. We're hiding in the basement, our bunker. Uh, yeah, we're in the basement right now. Okay. But we figured out, uh, we know. This came up a couple of weeks ago because uh, we had to go in front of the board for something uh, for the village board, and they were talking about decibels. And I was looking it up, and they were like, "Well, uh, a freight train go- comes in at 120 decibels, and basically uh, a macaw's what you hear upstairs is the same as a freight train." So that's that's. Oh, our wow. plan. Sorry for the background noise. It adds a character. No, not a problem. It brings life to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, John, um, hold on one second. John, I already asked that question. Um, they got their start from basically just backyard, uh, just like everybody else, um, hanging out in the backyard, grilling, and this is where they are now. So don't yell at me. 
<laughs> um, and so you guys also uh, do a ton of classes, I see, um, with craft beer and barbecue, uh, bourbon and barbecue, and then one that is actually a pretty cool name, Pork and Cork. Yep. And how often do those classes run? Are they weekly? Um, you know, how many how many people usually attend them? Um, and you know, what do you what do you what do you go over? So basically, um, we do we put the classes up as needed. We do at least a couple a month. Um, but it, the faster they're selling out, the more we put up. We typically do them on like a weeknight. It's basically done as a progressive don- dinner. Um, the craft beer and barbecue one, I pair. Um, strategically each course with a beer out of our coolers. Um, the bourbon one, uh, basically the same thing. I teach the bourbon class. I'm not an expert on bourbon, but I'm trying, um, the pork and cork, we partner with a local winery. And so they come in and take care of it. And they, you know, I'm learning wine. Um, and then we also do the fight club, which is when we actually, uh, invite a brewery to come in and they get to do all of the beer and actually promote their brewery. Um, so the class, like I said, it was a progressive dinner mm-hmm. with a little bit of demonstration and, um, you know, a couple of volunteers that come up and help. But we basically teach you how we do things where at our, our restaurant. Okay. So we walk you through, um, you just come in, you get cornbread in your first pairing, and then it's the sausage. We talk about the sausage, it's the next pairing. Mm-hmm. And then it's chicken and your first side. So we show you how we spatchcock a chicken. We talk about brining versus injecting. Um, and that gets cleaned up. The cooked food comes out. You get your next pairing. We basically walk that through with the ribs, the pork butts, and then the brisket. And then it ends with fire, uh, fireball bread pudding uh, caramel sauce. Ooh. Ooh. Um, and you offer, you offer all that food. You offer all that with that class, with this class. The progressive dinner yes. includes all that. Yes. Ooh. You never go home hungry. I bet. <laughs> wow. It's a good deal, too. It's yeah, we only charge 85 per person for the beer one and for the bourbon one. And you eat well there and then you have food to go and you get alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's entertainment. It's fun. Oh, yeah. uh, but currently we seat 36 at our location. So, you know, you can hear that's Topaz. <laughs> all that's all awesome. the bird names are after after beer hops. Yeah. Ah. Topaz, Calypso, Chinook and Fuggle. <laughs> Nice. That's <laughs> and awesome. they are tattooed on me. <laughs> and how, how many beer um, do you have? Beers on tap, or do you have you know cans? How many taps do you have? If you do, we don't have any taps at our location right now because okay. we're just so small. Mm-hmm. But we have over 130 bottles and cans of craft beer, oh, nice. and then we probably have eight ciders and just the house uh, red and white wine, which is the pork and cork brewery, our uh, 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 um, winery that we partner with. And we Winford don't winery. we don't carry any big name beers like you won't find Budweiser, Miller, or any other. Like, nope, good uh, man. You know, good man. In. I want a blue moon. I'm like, you're in the wrong place yep, for that. Get out of here. <laughs> drinks like that. Yep. But we're not. We don't. We don't carry those brands there like that. You, do you guys have a lot of um, local um, beers from you know your local area and then you know oh, closely tons, surrounded? Yeah. Chicago. I mean, Chicago is is craft beer mecca. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know what the largest state that has, you know, has the most breweries, but Chicago is, is, I would say within the top five or Illinois. New Hampshire might be up there too. We might be catching yeah. up yeah. to you guys. <laughs> um, nice. Okay. Uh, so where can, um, you know, where basically can people find you guys? Um, you guys do a lot of, um, you're probably not doing your events that you see online. Um, but you know, where can people find you when this is all done? Um, you know, 
on social media? What's your website? Um, you know, for both companies. So, uh, website is chicagoculinarykitchen.com. Facebook, Chicago Culinary Kitchen. Um, Instagram is CCK Kitchen. Okay. Uh, currently, um, where we're located at 773 North Quentin Road in Palatine, Illinois, we're open weekends only from 11 to sell out. But we are in the process. We just finished demolition on a new space a couple miles away. Oh, nice. Um, we will be moving and opening six days a week for lunch and dinner brunch on sundays and once a month at brunch will be a pajama party oh, so once wow. this blows over yep. um we will we are expanding in the process of process of expanding oh nice congratulations that's awesome thank you thank that's you. awesome and um your food truck is going to be at a you're not going to say anything right now but it will be um at a location it's going to be at the, our where our new restaurant's going to be. It's going to be Lake Cook Commons um, Shopping Center. That's it's, this week. Though. Yeah, that's you know, this yep. Thursday. But our yeah. truck goes wherever. You know, we really go to do the website. Event. Yeah, we do events. We don't. Yeah. We don't go to like Navy Pier and sit there and wait and collect whatever. We we don't we don't do that. Paid gigs are always better. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you can if you go to our website. Any classes we have currently, any events. There's a classes drop down and an events drop down. The events drop down shows you anywhere. We're going to be doing whatever kind of barbecue, whatever equipment we have with us. And the email from that website goes straight to my phone. So if anyone has any questions, they can shoot me an email from the website and I'll answer them. But the food truck is more, um, I'm going to say burger eccentric um, versus, you know, barbecue on a food truck is not, is not easy. Mm -hmm. Transporting barbecue from our restaurant is Easy, but yeah, usually we'll have some barbecued items that we did at the kitchen, okay, and then burgers or tacos or something else. Okay, um, and I just have to ask this question: What's an El Jefe? El Jefe. Oh, El Jefe. Excuse El, me. El Jefe, the boss. <laughs> ah, so it's, it's a sandwich. It's, we don't have any combo platters or anything like that. We don't really do barbecue sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Uh, El Jefe is the only sandwich that we currently do, um, and it's the only combo you're going to find. And it's basically. Um, half pound of pulled pork, a full uh, McKeska, Texas sausage, and a thick old slice of brisket on a bun with pickled onions and pickles. It's oh, almost that sounds pound awesome. Half pound of meat. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a monster. It's yeah, it's good. Nice, awesome, awesome. Well, um, thank you very much, guys. I appreciate you know you taking the time. Um, you know, it's short and sweet. That's what I like to do around here, um, and hopefully, you know. We're all going to make it through this, and hopefully it's over very shortly. Um, but, you know, stay safe, uh, stay busy, and, um, you know, again, thank you very much for, for being on the show. Thanks for having thank us. Thank you, no guys, problem. so, so much. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Is this the – oh, and this is the commercial. <laughs> so um, we'll be right back after this commercial. Attention cigar smokers or even friends of a cigar smoker. If you're looking to relax with a nice premium cigar or looking for a great gift for a cigar smoker, this is the gift that keeps on giving. Our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com have created the Cigar of the Month Club. For just $24.99 per month, you or your friend will receive four different premium handmade cigars every month. And shipping and handling is included. Go to TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com, and go to the Cigar of the Month Club. You can stop anytime because there's no contract, but you won't because this is a tremendous deal for our listeners. Go to twoguyscigars.com. 
That's the number two, guyscigars.com, and click the Cigar of the Month Club. At the same time, if you want to learn about the cigars you receive each month, you can smoke along with them on their own podcast called The Cigar Authority. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a nice premium cigar from our friends at twoguyscigars.com. And we're back. Um, so just wanted to thank you very much, everybody. Uh, hopefully, John is back in the next, uh, you know, next couple weeks. Um, but hopefully everybody stays safe. Again, support local, um, support, you know, your, your, your breweries, your, your local restaurants, takeout, um, you know, help, help out as much as you can. Um, and, you know, thank you very much for watching and, uh, we will see you next week. Take care. expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.